Billy Joel, Summer Highland Falls. Billy Joel, the, I was going to say the pride of Long Island, but of course, we know that the pride of Long Island, specifically Shirley Long Island, is gubernatorial candidate Lee Zeldin. Uh, Lee was attacked yesterday, but being the Iraq veteran, the war hero that he is, he handled himself very, very well. But um, I'll say this goes to show you the relationship we've had with Lee all these years. When I texted Lee this morning to hop on, without any hesitation, he said yes. And we are the first, first show in New York City to talk to the gubernatorial hopeful Lee Zeldin since the attack last night. So let's start by saying, Lee, first of all, good morning. And thank you for making us the first. Yeah, well, good morning. And, uh, you know, it's good to be with you. And I'm actually up in the area near Rochester, where we also had uh, two Rochester Police Department officers who were shot last night, and uh, one of them was killed. So it's a pretty wild night up here in Monroe County. I'm going to say this before we get to the specifics of your attack and what you just talked about. And Bernie has some very great analogies. I said this uh, last hourly. In my 55 years on the planet, I don't remember, I don't remember a local election in my own city and or my own state where I wanted somebody to win more than you in November. That's really a testament to him. And I, I hate Kathy Hochul, but that's a testament to you. I've never wanted somebody to win more than you in November. Well, and, and I know that that's about love for your city and state and country. I mean, I was up on stage yesterday during this rally talking about how we need to support law enforcement more and how we have to repeal cashless bail and fire DAs like Alvin Bragg. And you're talking about freedom and just the struggle to survive in New York. And, and actually, the person who they arrested who carried out last night's attack, within hours— was instantly released again because of New York's laws. So you can go out and you know, try to stab a member of Congress, or anybody for that matter, and within hours you're back out on the streets under New York's law. It is really a disgrace. It's gross. It's disgusting. Uh, and that uh, Kathy Hochul won't call out, or Eric Adams by name, uh, Carl Heastie and uh, Andrea Stewart-Cousins up in the state legislature, it says a lot about their cowardice or their lack of resolve in wanting to get this uh, bail reform, uh, this, this no jail, no 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 bail thing fixed. It's it just they, they're not interested. They're afraid. They're, they're cowards. Uh, Lee Zeldin, listen, man, congratulations. We're glad you're okay. Not even congratulations. I take that back. We're just happy that you're okay. You didn't get hurt. And I understand that uh, you use some of your martial arts, uh, uh, you, you know, uh, training, to yeah. take this guy down. And let me just uh, make an analogy that Sue was talking about. Former governor of the state of New York, uh, Teddy Roosevelt, he, was once, he once gave a speech. He was giving a speech, and he was shot in the chest. And then he, he, he was shot. They tended to him. He got back up, got back on the mic. Not unlike what you did last night, you were back on the mic within 60 seconds of being attacked. I mean, you are, you are an amazing individual. Well, no, I, I, you know, listen, I appreciate you saying that. I, I wanted to be able to carry on. I don't want people to be able to ever intimidate us, any of us, into silence. And we weren't done yet. And there are people who are there not for confrontation. People want to settle their scores at the ballot box. 
And, and by the way, to the first part of your point, as you're talking about the laws in this state, here you have a case where I'm hearing that this was a veteran. I've been told that he seems to have issues. I was also told that it appears that he was intoxicated. So if you think of a few other dynamics to instantly release somebody back out on the street is some of these these folks need help. And that process when you arrest somebody you're you're not it's not just about charging somebody and moving forward with paperwork or or asking questions sometimes folks need help and you're denying people that opportunity maybe somebody gets arrested uh on the streets of new york city today and they're high maybe they have some type of a a mental health issue where you need to to help them before you just release them uh, due to cashless bail. The, the whole process is happening way too quickly on many dynamics. You know, I was having a conversation yesterday with uh, a good friend, and um, she's a Republican, and she really wants you to win. She's voting for you, Lee, right? And she said, but I got to tell you, man, you know, I know Hochul's a disaster, and Lee's great. Lee's been a great congressman. He has all the right philosophies, all the right policies. But we're so outnumbered in this state. And I said, yes, we are. But I really believe, and Bernie says this all the time, that people are starting to come around. Even Democrats don't like what they're seeing. And she said, yeah, I know, but I don't know. I still feel like it's going to be very, very tough. Do you hear that a lot, Lee, that despite you clearly being the right guy for the job and her being the wrong person for the job, that New York makes it just so difficult for a guy like you to win? I hear both perspectives. I hear that perspective where people see how many more Republicans, uh, Democrats are than Republicans. And I also hear the perspective from people who have had the epiphany, the light bulb went off, and they are realizing that this is going to happen, that it has to happen. You know, in New York, we have also millions of registered voters who aren't Republican or Democrat, and they're fed up. They're leaning, uh, they're leaning to us. Uh, where we'd win the vote amongst independents in the state if the election was held today. There's a big enthusiasm gap. People who are planning on voting Republican are more energetic about November's election right now than Democrats. You also have a growing number of disenfranchised Democrats. You have Democrats who are talking about how they feel like the party has left them. They want balance and common sense. And the top issues right now are, are crime and the economy. And there are a lot of people who are independents and others who are Democrats who feel like we would do a better job making the streets of New York safer and supporting law enforcement and repealing these pro-criminal laws. So I hear it uh, from both perspectives, but I, I believe that this is not an ordinary year, and this is an, an ordinary moment for our state, and a lot of people realize that the state's heading in the wrong direction right now. Indeed, uh, it's, a, it's a George Pataki-type year. A con- Congressman Lee Zeldin running for governor of the state of New York in an exclusive interview here on the Bernie and Sid Show, fresh off the attack. He was attacked last night in Monroe County and uh, attacked with, by a, a lunatic with some sort of blade. And Lee Zeldin uh, helped tackle him to the ground, got back up, got on the mic within 60 seconds, and resumed his uh, speech. Unbelievable. Uh, uh, undaunted courage out of Lee Zeldin. 
Uh, so to Sid's point, uh, Congressman Zeldin, about uh, Democrats uh, starting to see the light, I mean, with incidents like what happened last night, this lunatic is back out on the street already. He needs help, as you point out, and other things. And also the Jose Alba story. Democrats see this. They see uh, that, uh, you know, the lenient DA took weeks to release a man who was clearly defending himself, clearly, and should not have been in prison. And it took him weeks to, to uh, release this man who spent a week in Rikers Island languishing, not knowing he would ever be freed, that the videotape would exonerate him. Didn't know it, so he's been traumatized. So anyway, the Democrats see this. They're waking up. They're experiencing epiphanies. And I think that will galvanize them into saying, yeah, we got to vote R. we got to vote with the guy with the R instead of the losers who are in the status quo that let this continue, this type of stuff continue. Yeah, and this isn't rock bottom yet. It will continue to get worse, believe it or not, from here. If if you continue to keep this alignment of power right now up in Albany, it's it's one party rule. There's a there's super majorities in the assembly and senate, and many of the people in the majority, there are a bunch of folks who self-describe as socialists. They feel like we haven't gone far enough yet in pro-criminal policies. They want to pass something called the Clean Slate Act, I mean, it's progress alone just being able to have balance where you're able to stop some of the bad things that they're trying to do going forward on top of obviously everything else that needs to get done to move things in the right direction. I, I believe that we should pass a law enforcement bill of rights in this state. I support repealing Castle Spell. Uh, I, on, as my first action on day one, have pledged that I would be informing Alvin Bragg that he's being removed as a district attorney. The Jose Alba case had, the, had a, a civil rights violation, in my opinion, just simply the fact that he was sent to Rikers with an open stab wound that ends up becoming infective. Mm-hmm. But you, you have Bragg asking for hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of bail. Uh, which was a ridiculously high sum, slapping a murder charge on him. And he was acting clearly in self-defense, a law-abiding citizen. And the person who stabbed him wasn't charged with anything. So, I mean, I, I feel like there is clear as, as day contrast between where we are right now and where Kathy Hochul is and, and where I am, I mean, I, I, I say that we should remove Alvin Bragg. She says, cut him some slack. He just got there. He's doing his job. I say repeal Castle's bail. She says, we don't have the data to support it. Um, we, we really have to make a decision as New Yorkers, concerned about public safety, concerned about the economy and our freedom, regardless of whether, even if you've always voted Democrat your entire life, this is a moment for all of us work, to work together to save the state. By the way, she's also more corrupt than any politician I can remember in less than a year. Four corruption scandals, including her husband, a donor rebuilding her office, a donor from COVID masks, and a lieutenant governor getting arrested. So on top of all of her poor decisions, if you're honest about it, she's more corrupt in nine months than Andrew Cuomo was in years. So the last question for me is, when will you debate Kathy Hochul and will all those corruption scandals come up? I hope they will. Yeah, we are going to have debates. I hope that we have as many debates as possible. Uh, I don't know whether or not, uh, you know, what, what the exact numbers of how many debates we'll be able to have. I presume they will start 
sometime between, you know, they, they will take place sometime between Labor Day and November 8th. And as far as these scandals, we're not talking about some type of a small benefit here in exchange. We're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars that is going out the door. I mean, in the case of there was one story came out from the Albany Times Union earlier this week where a family provides hundreds of thousands of dollars in campaign donations. Kathy Hochul does a no bid contract yep. paying the company over six hundred million dollars. Right. And she got yeah, by the way, the exact number she got was about three hundred thousand from that family. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's there are a number of cases like this where people have enhanced access. They have favors being done that the that the average person who doesn't provide the campaign donation, they just don't they just don't get. And that's a problem. And that needs to be investigated. So the attorney general's office, in my opinion, should be opening up an investigation into what the Albany Times Union uh, reported on earlier this week. Investigate it. I, and listen, if, if you do your investigation and if and you find out that Kathy Hochul, who received $300,000 from this family, has absolutely nothing to do with a no-bid $600 plus million dollar contract to this company. Well, that's what an investigation yields as long as it's a fair, honest investigation. But this is something, and there are other examples like this, it has to get investigated. You can't just ignore all of it. Absolutely right. Congressman Lee Zeldin on the Burning Sitchell. My last question to you, Congressman, or maybe an observation you can comment on is that uh, yesterday Joe Biden put in a proposal for like $37 billion to to for for, for pro police money pro police money around the country in other words everybody is now pro police uh, at least uh, the nearing election day Kathy Hochul says she's pro police she will not say that she's pro qualified immunity if you're pro police you have to be pro qualified immunity i know you are she won't take a position on it we have to needle her and and, and make her take some sort of a position on it uh, what do you think about her uh, her her cowardice on uh, that issue as well. I, I agree. I support qualified immunity. I uh, believe that our law enforcement officers should do the job that they are trained to do. They should not have to second guess themselves. They should not have to worry that all day long they're going to get sued for any interaction that they have with anybody who it's a tough job and people are upset because you have to confront them and you you can't just expect that all day long you get slapped personally with these lawsuits. I just want these folks doing their job, keep themselves safe, keep the community safe, and qualified immunity is under attack at the New York City level. It's under attack under the state level, and Kathy Hochul is AWOL. Hey, listen, uh, we can't thank you enough. First of all, thank God you're okay, and uh, you're clearly a war hero because you handled yourself really uh, splendidly last night on stage, so thank God you're okay, but thank you for stopping by our show. Firstly, you know you've got the most enthusiastic endorsement from any duo in this city right here with uh, Bernie and Sid, so continued success, keep talking, stay safe, and go kick some ass in November, big guy. Thank you. You got it. Thanks, guys. Take All care. Right. Take care. There he is. Thank you. Republican candidate for governor, fresh off a scary incident last night. And the first show he does the next day, Bernie and Sid, Lee Zeldin. We'll take a short break. More of us right after this. 
If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.